Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is show 897, and it is March 12th, 2023. How is everyone? And I just noticed I have an empty soda can. I was going to say a pop can. How many people call it pop? How many call it soda? I think pop is just a Midwest term. And I watched a movie last night, and I left an empty can over there, I see. What am I, 10? What am I, a teenager? A uh, college kid? I don't usually do that. It just was, I, I kind of put it in a spot I don't normally do. There's my excuse. Lynn, my wife, tells me I always have, you know, an excuse for for everything. I, I said, I don't call them excuses. I call them reasons why things happen. It, there's always a reason, right? Anyway, so sorry, just caught my eye. Uh, today, we're going to do a classic style show. I've tried to do those more the last few months. Uh, I kind of got away from it for a few years. But anyway, what I mean by that is I'm going to play an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Remember that show? I think it's on everybody's mind because of season three of Picard, which I'll have a few things to say about. But I'm going to play... I don't think I ever did this one. I looked it up. Uh, I'm kind of surprised I didn't. Uh, anyway, it's an episode called Legacy. Uh, this is the one with, uh, I think it's Tasha's sister, right? So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the episode. It's season four, if I didn't say that yet. So that's the one I'm going to cover. But um, before that, we'll talk a little bit about some movie stuff. It's big uh, Academy Awards. Oscars are tonight with Jimmy Kimmel hosting. I'm kind of looking forward to it actually a little bit more this year than typically, you know, but I'll, I'll talk about that here as uh, we get into more on Treks in Sci-Fi. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, folks, welcome again back to uh, the show. Uh, really appreciate you guys uh, joining me and downloading, listening. Uh, big, big appreciation. Big thanks to that. Thanks again to uh, Chris for J and Joe for sharing that show that I put up, the Journey to Wonder, part of their new podcast series or newer podcast series for last week. Thanks, guys. And so what's been going on? Um, yeah, it's the usual. We're <laughs> we're about mid-March almost here. It's March 12th, right? So a few more days, it'll be the middle of March. And it keeps snowing every day. It's ridiculous. It's uh, a lot of people going on spring break and things like that. It's uh, it's We've had a pretty mild winter, honestly, overall until the last, say, month or so. We've had freezing icy weather we've had terrible um winds and a lot quite a bit more snow probably more snow in the last few weeks than we had all winter up until this point yeah not great uh, although i think we're we're think we're tailing off and today of course hopefully i don't sound too tired but it's the big uh time change yes we still do that ridiculously i don't know why people thought that that was going to go away it's never going to go away. Come on, people. The only thing that, at least in the United States, the only thing that potentially is happening is uh, some states are basically breaking away 
and doing their own thing, which I think is absurd, first off. I mean, can, can we not agree on something as what I feel is as simple as just just leave time alone? Let's just I, I prefer we would just go to all go standard time, not the proposal here has been to stay on daylight savings time all year, but I think that's dumb. Especially in Michigan, where we're very far west in the in the time zone, and um, I don't know. It, it, during the basically to let, give you guys an idea, in the summertime for us, you know, at the height of most daylight, we'll, we'll have daylight to almost ten o'clock. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, the sun goes down probably nine or nine thirty, but you know, you get that horizon light coming up. It, it, you know, even the, at the 4th of July, you know, if you don't wait to do fireworks until at least 10 o'clock or after, you're going to have a lot of light still. So, ugh, you know, I'd rather I'd rather we, you know, we back that up an hour, which would if we stayed on standard time. So but um, I don't think it's ever going to change. It's just and and for twice a year we kind of go through this little pain uh, the the spring is much harder because you you lose an hour right we jump ahead an hour so we just did that last night running around trying to change all the clocks what well, winter clocks going to just be automatic everywhere <laughs> i don't know all right going to go do something for a second um but uh, yeah time changed ridiculous so but um all right, let us talk uh, briefly. I don't want to talk too long, actually, today, because I want to get into this TNG episode, and I feel like I'm already behind because it's about 10.30, and I've lost an hour. I've lost an hour. Did I just say that? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about Picard. I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I did a show a few weeks ago where I was kind of I, – I, I mean, I think I made some good points, but I, I would – I was – I think it was only after the first two episodes of Picard – and yes, you know, it is a whole season and and I think you know these the Picard show at least and and Discovery's been like this. These are arcs. They don't tell really complete stories, which is why I love Strange New World so much because they kind of went back to that basically and, and and more individualized storytelling. And I hope they don't slip up on that with season 2. I I mean, I know something happened at the end of season 1 that they got to deal with, but but anyway, point is, is that it's because of the arc uh, kind of storytelling. It, it, it's it's like reading uh, it's like reading a few chapters in a in a novel, right? And then judging the book. It's yeah. I mean, we only have so much to go on so far. But what I want to really say, for the most part, is I, I was uh, so we've had four episodes now. We had two more episodes. Third one was okay, but the fourth one, to you know, really blew me away. I, I, I mean, I think partly I really needed it. it. It's it was kind of a long week. I was doing a lot of work, uh, running around and, and meetings and things like that, and and that can kind of put you in a certain mood. You know, I really needed uh, a, a good Star Trek episode, but uh, there was just some great, great um, dialogue, great script writing, great scenes, great acting, um, and the and the story you know, progressed a little bit, you know, which we're starting to find out some things uh, about this, what's going on a little bit, a little bit by, you know, it's basically they tell you a little something and then you get three more questions, but. All right, sorry, got interrupted again. Um, but uh, the, yeah, so uh, the last episode though, re really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I'm liking the show quite a bit. I think um, 
I still have a few questions slash, you know, I don't know, issues, but uh, but anyway, uh, I, I love this captain of the Titan, Shaw. He's just a character. You know, I, I think... I think that I like the fact that they're giving him some depth, uh, whether for good or for bad. You know, he's got he's interesting, right? You you kind of wondered if the TNG folks would just come in and kind of take over, and the and the you know the whoever the captain was was just kind of kind of roll over, and but that didn't happen. Plus, you know, don't want to give too much away, but I was wondering. There was a little opportunity for that to happen, especially with some things that happened in the third episode, and, and, and you know, it didn't. That didn't happen. So it's, I like it. Basically, I'm saying that they're keeping the show really, really interesting for me. I I want to know more, obviously, what's going on, but I think I think there's. Uh, I'm hoping that you know next week, let's see, it'll be episode five, and we're getting ten, so it'll be the midway point. I want to see all of them kind of coming together a little bit more. We we still haven't seen. Um, is that a spoiler if, if I say who we haven't seen yet? Eh, it's a slight one. So you know, we still haven't really seen Jordy uh, yet, uh, or some of the other things that that th- this is basically what we, what's been shown in trailers. So I'm going to kind of share it. You know, the the it looks like you know, lore is back. Um, so, so there's some of the actors slash characters that we have not seen. So, I'm looking forward to how those come in and integrate into the into what's going on here. How they how they pull them into the storyline. It's kind of like I, I guess this popped into my mind. It's kind of like D and D. If anyone's ever played any RPG or D and D, especially tabletop D and D, basically. There's at the beginning of any adventure, the DM, the dungeon master, or the GM, the game master, depending on what you call them. Um, I like dungeon master, frankly. Uh, but uh, the there's there's a time where you're trying to figure out, okay, how does everyone, how do the different characters meet up unless they're already part of a group? Typically, it's like, oh, they're all in a town and they kind of find out, you know, they're going on the same adventure or they answer the call for something. Uh, but there's the hook of how, how you pull everybody together and in, and sometimes even in a in a D and D game, you have to pull somebody in after the, the the adventure has already started. You know, maybe they go to another place or a dungeon and they run into them or a town or whatever. But so the you know comparison to TNG, not TNG, sorry, uh, Picard is how do you get all these characters back? Uh, more or less in, involved in the same storyline, but they've all been kind of running around somewhere else, right? It's getting the band back together kind of a thing, especially at this stage, they're all off doing their kind of separate things. They're not a part of a crew or on a ship together anymore, right? Obviously. And I think they've done a pretty good job of that so far. Uh, I, I don't think it was too, maybe at the beginning, I think they've explained it a little bit more, but I think it's not been too convoluted. So, yeah. Um, all right. That's enough of that. Let us. But I, I I will say, you know, hey, watch it because it's it's really good. And, you know, or what I've always suggested is if you're not subscribed to Paramount Plus right now, you just wait. Let's see. we got about six more weeks to go, six more episodes. So you wait till that's all done, which will be about um, by the end of April, I guess. Right. And then you sign up for a month, 
10 bucks or whatever it costs and you can watch it all and 10 hours of of you know next next generation for for 10 bucks i think is a pretty good deal <laughs> i think that's a really good deal uh, i went to see ant-man and the wasp you know a few weeks ago i think i mentioned this you know it still sticks with me. It cost thirteen dollars for for a show. It I think it was a four p.m. show. <laughs> I'm like thirteen dollars. I mean, granted, it's in a big IMAX style theater, but I think even if I was in a normal theater, it would have been like ten. Uh, I you know I don't want to sound like an old guy when I complain about the cost of everything, but in the last year or so, it's just been brutal, and, and I feel for people if they're on the edge of. You know, they don't make a lot of money or maybe they're out of work or whatever. It's it's not good. So enough of that, though. I wanted to mention a couple of other things I'm watching. I got on Warrior Nun. Uh, I am watching that. I'm almost done with National Treasure. That's been kind of a slow burn for me. It hasn't grabbed me enough to really work my way through it quickly. Um, there's a new show called True Lies. Did I talk about this one yet? I watched the first episode. It wasn't too bad. It's it's kind of the same kind of storyline or or idea or concept as that old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, which I you know it's kind of a spy drama where the guy's been been a secret spy and never told his family for forever, and his wife finds out. There's no spoiler because that's a '90s movie or whatever. But the series sort of follows the same thing. It's obviously with new actors and that, but I like the first one. I thought it was kind of good. I, you know, this is I've got two kind of weaknesses when it comes, you know, and they do these shows every year or two, and I kind of watch them, and they, they last maybe a season and then they're gone. Um, adventure style Indiana Jones kind of shows, and and these spy kind of dramas. They never really take off or take hold, and I don't know why. I'm not quite sure. Uh, it, it it's just um, yeah, it, it it's I'm not sure why those don't don't work, especially with all the streaming services these days. Um, all right, we're about 13, almost you know probably pushing 15 minutes in here. Let's get off to I think in a second. Um, Oh, I am trying to watch the rest of the Nevers, too, by the way, that Joss Whedon. Yes, we're mentioning Joss Whedon, but that Joss Whedon created uh, show that the, they did some new episodes on Tubi. They're, they're kind of – well, they're not. They didn't do them for Tubi. Tubi picked it up. And I think Roku's supposed to have it soon, too. So um, I think that's all. I'm watching The Flash. This last season has not really been that great, in my opinion, so far. Um, but I am watching it and, um, all right, let us, uh, break away now. I'm going to take a short break and I'll come back and we'll get it right into, uh, I'm just going to immediately start playing. I think the episode, um, legacy from season four of Star Trek, the next generation. Hi, this is Robin Curtis and I played Lieutenant Savick in Star Trek three and four. You're listening to Rico on Treks and sci-fi. All right, here we go with Legacy. One. Are you trying to fill another inside straight, Worf? Don't say I didn't warn you. I fold. I will raise you three. No cards? The best poker face I've ever seen. Dealer takes two. You're three, and ten more. I will see your ten, and raise you twenty. Data, have you got a flush or a full house? 
It will cost you 20 to make that determination, sir. <laughs> I do love when they play poker. They're false. You two have successfully divided the evening between you. I suspect conspiracy. But far be it from me to accuse my superior officers. You're getting harder and harder to bluff, Data. You've learned this game very well. Yes, sir. I believe I have. I'll tell you what. I'll bet that I can find any card that you hide in this deck. And furthermore, I will make you help me find it. Careful, Data. Your guidance is much valued, Counselor. However, pick a card. Don't let me see it. It's a uh, jack of hearts. I'll lose it in the deck. Cut the deck into two even piles. Okay. One more time. And again. How many cards? Eleven. Take five. <laughs> Throw them away. <laughs> Data just throws them across his shoulder. Okay, now pick one of those. Get your card. Incredible. Not at all, counselor. You surreptitiously placed the edge of your left thumb against the card. When you divided the deck to reshuffle, you kept that card on top. You thus were able to have me either save or discard, depending upon the location of the card, which you followed at each step, until we were left with just one, the card I originally chose. Sir, I believe under the circumstances... <laughs> data, data takes all the chips. Captain, we have received a distress call. We're changing course to intercept. Captain's log, stardate 44215.2. The Enterprise has bypassed its scheduled archaeological survey of Camus 2 in response to a distress call from the Federation freighter Arcos, which has assumed an emergency orbit around Turkana 4, birthplace of our late comrade Tasha Yar. It's kind of fun to watch this after all these years in 11 minutes, with a card airing. Engine status stable, but we have maintained warp factor 9 for longer than is recommended, sir. Subspace message from the Arcos. The transmitter is failing. Audio only. Let's hear it. Enterprise, this is Tan Su, Arcos engineer. Estimate five minutes of warm drive containment breach. Make that three minutes. Thanks for trying, Enterprise. Hudson, walk factor 9.3. How much time? Seven minutes, 15 seconds will put us within transporter range, Captain. 9.6. Mr. O'Brien, prepare to lock on to the two crewmen. Hi, Captain. We are now entering the Turkana system, sir. Slow to impulse. Visual contact, sir. Get them out of there, O'Brien. Status, O'Brien. There's nothing to lock on to, Commander. I am reading an ion trail characteristic of a freighter escape pod. Unable to establish contact. Could have been damaged by the explosion. They may have been able to maintain orbit. Let's hope they stay clear of the colony. That is exactly where the ion trail is leading, Commander. 
Hail the colony. I've been trying to, Captain. No response. They haven't been able to maintain reliable communication since their government fell apart. The last Federation vessel to make contact was the Potemkin six years ago. They were warned that anyone transporting down to the colony would be killed. Number one. Ready and away, team. All right. Dial it down a little, play you uh, opening thing here, talk about the episode. So here we go with, uh, I, I had my volume down too, sorry. Um, Legacy, Season 4, Episode 6, written by Joe Minoski, directed by Robert Shearer. First aired October 29th, 1990. So what does that make it? 32 years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, let this music kind of start a little. So the summary here, rushing into a dangerous territory, the Enterprise is looking for an escape pod when they find two cadres, urban gangs so large they have replaced the government and now conduct their street fighting on a warlike scale. So basically, this planet's pretty messed up. Um, there's a lot of connections in this in this episode, you know, to um, to other um, episodes, to Tasha Yar, of course, because of her. This is her um, younger sister in this uh, episode. We we get to meet um, played by this is Ashara Yar. So yeah, I thought this would be a fun one to talk about and watch and comment while you guys are listening. All right, let's go back to the episode, dial it up again, Act 1. Captain Blog Supplemental. We are in orbit above Turkana 4, an Earth colony that severed relations with the Federation nearly 15 years ago. I'm concerned about sending an away team, but if we are to discover the fate of the two missing Federation crewmen, I see no alternative. The surface settlement appears to be all but destroyed. Sensors show that the colonists now live in structures that extend nearly three kilometers beneath the city. Have you located the escape pod's landing points, Chief? Yes, sir. 300 meters beyond the colony perimeter. Sir, we can anticipate a violent response to our presence. Perhaps the doctor should wait here until we signal. I appreciate your concern. I think it's exaggerated. Doctor, the colony is completely lawless. Lieutenant Yar spoke of rape gangs Mr. And... Worf, I can handle myself. She's coming. The Arco's crewmen may need immediate medical attention. Set phasers on maximum stun. I would always kind of want my phaser on maximum stun, wouldn't you? Like... Energize. Is there, like, slight stun? Yeah, this place looks pretty, pretty messed up here. The dispersion trail continues in this direction. The concentration gradient definitely increases along this vector. Some of the corridors, some of the sets in this, they they are repurposed from the Borg episodes. Uh, just to uh, to let you know. Hardly the response we expected. Maybe things have changed here. 
identify yourselves? We're from the Federation Starship Enterprise. We've tracked two of our crewmen to this area. Do you know anything about them? Possibly. What do you mean? They found us. Proximity detectors. I see them used a Mono 3. Follow me! The Alliance is holding your men hostage, Commander Riker, not us. You can expect a ransom demand. The Alliance? Our good friends. <laughs> Our good friends are going to be upset when they realize we took their last crate of Taloridan Synthale. Maybe I should take this to the authorities. We are the authorities. The Coalition, our cadre, runs this side of the city. The Alliance controls the other side. Take your choice. Are you offering to help us? In return for some consideration. Phasers are in short supply down here. Our starship isn't going to miss a few. That is no better than a ransom demand. No matter what you give the Alliance, they'll eventually kill your crewmen anyway. With our help, at least there's a chance you'll get your men back alive. All I'm asking for is help in maintaining our defense. We are trying to keep the peace. Everything we've seen would indicate otherwise. <laughs> a prank! Our proximity implants prevent either side from doing any serious damage. They warn us when an enemy is approaching. Then why do you need more phasers? The Alliance just discovered a large cache of weapons. I'm just trying to make things even, to preserve the peace. You keep using the word peace. We've heard a different version of life on Takana 4. Ancient history. Where did you hear that? A former crewman was born here. Where is he now? She was killed in the line of duty. Well, that's as good a way to die as any. As I said, ancient history. This is now, and your men are in trouble. We'll return to the Enterprise and consider your proposal. A gift for your captain. Riker to Enterprise. Energize. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole, uh, you know... I want everything there is to know about the Starship Enterprise. There was a Private Little War episode of TOS that was sort of similar to this with, um, you know, Hain, the coalition and the alliance raid each other factions, supply, you know, and weaponizing them. A battle exercise. The defenses apparently prevent deep strikes into each other's territory. Minor skirmishes are all that's left. Coalition. Alliance. It all sounds so reasonable, but what you've described is the behavior of urban street thugs. We certainly won't trade weapons for crewmen. How do you suggest we deal with them? We have to tell them something. No promises, no denials. And now Haynes' coalition is our only safe access to the colony. We'll keep the door open, see where it leads us. Captain. Transmission coming in from Tarkana 4. On a secure channel. On screen. Hello, Enterprise. Commander Riker, would you introduce me to your captain? I'm Captain Jean-Luc Picard. I have someone here you might like to meet. This is Ashara. Ashara Yar. Tasha was my sister. Oh! There you go. Bombshell. There's an old saying, Captain. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I've decided it's in my best interest to help you get your crewmen back. With nothing from us in return. You could be forced into paying my adversary a ransom and weapons. 
do anything I can to avoid that possibility. What do you propose? Ishara will be our liaison. I know Alliance territory. I can help you with a rescue plan. One moment. I always thought this actress looked a lot like Linda you. Hamilton. Beatrice. I do not trust him. It's uh, Beth be Toussaint is her name. member of our crew was from the colony. All Hain had to do was to search through their database on Starfleet to find Tasha's name. Counselor. He's deceiving us, and he's clearly hoping to manipulate us. Yeah, As obvious. The identity of the young woman, I can't really tell. Nevertheless, this is an option we cannot neglect. We'll continue on other fronts as they present themselves. For now, let's see what she has to say. Open. I have decided to accept your proposal. Thank you. Good luck. So this uh, Ashari are beam beams up to the Enterprise. I am Commander Data. You're not human. I'm an android. Built for fighting. On what do you base that assumption? A cybernetic device serving on a starship. The Enterprise is not a ship of war. It is a ship of exploration. The first thing to do is to help you map the colony. This is a general grid of the tunnel system. I can fill in the specific details from memory. My orders are to escort you to the observation lounge. Please come with me. Your sister never spoke of you. It's not surprising. It is surprising to me. Tasha and I spent much time together. We had a number of conversations. Did she talk at all about the colony? Only to say that she was lucky to have escaped. It wasn't luck, it was cowardice. Cowardice is a term I've never heard applied to Tasha. Is something wrong? No. It is just that for a moment, the expression on your face reminded me of her. It's been 15 years. I don't even remember what she looked like. Yeah, you probably do, I think. You don't forget a sibling. No matter what bad blood you have situation, you know. You don't believe I'm Tasha's sister. We have considered the possibility. I'm not surprised. You can sample my DNA if you'd like. Yes, I will. Please sit down. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> it's like... Well, maybe you were going to ask or something. I always loved the briefing room's uh, little purple chairs. I thought they were pretty, pretty snazzy. It would help if you gave us some idea of what we're dealing with on Tacanafor. The last information describes a colony in almost complete disarray. Started falling apart almost 30 years ago. There were dozens of factions. They fought until the city above ground was in ruins. The Coalition and the Alliance are all that's left? We were the two strongest factions. When the government couldn't stop the violence, they gave us police powers. The proximity detectors were originally designed by the government to keep us under control. Apparently that part of the plan didn't work very well. No. After a few months, we didn't need the government anymore. Tasha left you in the middle of all that? She didn't abandon me, if that's what you mean. Tasha asked me to go with her, 
but I had already joined the coalition. They were my family. Captain, we don't have a lot of time. Maybe we should get started. Incoming transmission from the colony, Captain. On screen. Enterprise. Uh-oh. You are being held by Turkana 4 Alliance. Have been instructed to say that you have 20 hours to make reparations for Federation intrusions into this colony. But my pilot and I will be killed. Ask them if we can at least send some medical. Take that threat seriously, Captain. They'll torture them and then they'll kill them. My cadre has never recovered a hostage alive from the Alliance. Your crewmen could be held in any number of places. The Alliance has two main headquarters and 13 ancillary bases of operation. I forget the why they said they they're not Captain, beaming them out. Captain, if I could get out. to the scanner. What's that? A sensing device from the escape pod. It monitors the bioelectric signatures of the crew in the event they get separated from the pod. I could install a booster on the device that would relay its signals to the Enterprise. Then we could track them in from up here. Unfortunately, we don't know where the escape pod is. Level 3C, Section 547. We have our sources. Access tunnels are here and here. We could transfer their weight team right into this intersection. Don't underestimate them, Commander. They'll be ready for that. I've seen them use this kind of strategy before. I know it looks isolated and easily accessible, but my guess is they have hundreds on the levels above and below just waiting for you to make your move. We will need a diversion. Transport a couple of photon grenades into the adjoining chamber. At minimum intensity, it wouldn't kill anybody, but it would shake them up a bit. That won't give us enough time. We need to occupy them long enough for you to install the relay. Transport me into this corridor. My magnetic implant will set off the defense alarms. They'll think it's a raid by the coalition. Too dangerous. We've seen what those tunnels look like. You could be easily cut off from the rest of us. Warf Commander Riker, I was ordered to assist you in any way possible. That doesn't mean as long as it's safe or convenient. If you had the time, we could come up with another plan, but you don't. Right now, I'm your best option. She would have to be armed, sir. I'd like to discuss this with the captain. Take a shower down to see Dr. Crusher. You have Tasha's DNA on file? The ship's computer does. There's always some differentiation between synomic chromosomes, but not enough to affect results. It should take me a few hours to run the synomic comparison. A few hours? Can't you just do one that of those cheek swabs and faster? You know, come on. It seems so like a long time, actually, for a computer to process DNA in, is a file in this year. In a computer. Tasha exists in our memories as well. How did she die? Lieutenant Yar was killed on Vagra II by a malevolent entity. In battle? No. She was killed as a demonstration of the creature's power, without provocation. It's not how I intend to die. The captain approves. You're with us. It is kind of nice and interesting to see, you know, uh, you know, a, a place that's kind of messed up like this much. You know, TNG tended to go to a lot of planets that were, you know, 
not, not living under these kind of situations and, and they, you know, they all seem to kind of be part of the Federation for the most part. Almost feels like these these little implants that they have to, that they can detect. You'd think after 30 years they could get rid of them. Yeah, these definitely look like Borg, you know, corridors and sets that they're using. By the way, one little trivia bit is this episode was episode 80 of TNG, which put it one episode beyond the number of episodes of uh, TOS. So they had kind of a big party after. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen this. Jordy, what is taking so long? There's a lot of damage here. The myographic scanner is operation, but the power source keeps fluctuating. Can you fix it? Yeah, I can probably run a shot from the converter. How long will it take? Ten minutes? Do it. O'Brien, well, lock onto Ashara. Get her out of here. There's a transformer substation directly above the chamber she just entered. It's masking her signal. Stand by. Stay here and cover LaForge. Commander! That's an order. Return to the ship as soon as you're finished. I'll signal for transport as soon as I can. Should have probably taken more than just Riker, I would think. Take Data or somebody, you know. That was interesting. She got stunned. And then Riker stunned the guy that stunned her. Although I was going to say, if she was firing her phaser while she got stunned. Okay, well, why did Riker need to be there? He just said he couldn't energize in that area, and he didn't move her really that much. That was kind of kind of a little bit of an error, I think, almost. I guess he moved her for far enough away, but he really didn't much. But. How is she? A couple of cracked ribs. She'll be all right. Dr. Crusher just called me with the results of the DNA comparison. Ishara is Tasha's sister what she did for us down there. That doesn't surprise me one bit. You took some unnecessary personal risks, my lord. We lost Tasha on an away team under my command. The thought of the same thing happening to her sister. It's an emotional response, Will. We can't afford it. Understood. Yeah, but I can't do it again anyway. Well done. <laughs> it's like, don't be emotional, don't do that stuff, but... Well done. I fused the bone tissue along both fractures. The muscles around the area will be weak for a day or two, but you shouldn't feel any pain. Thank you, Doctor. Jara, I wanted to thank you personally for what you did for us down on the colony. It was more than I expected. I don't run away when things get tough, like some people. Like my sister did. Let me tell you about your sister. The first time I saw Tasha Yar, she was making her way through a Cornelian minefield to reach a wounded colonist. 
Her ship had responded to their distress call, as had mine. When it was all over, I requested that she be assigned to the Enterprise. Her ship's captain owed me a favor. In the months that followed, she never once failed to put the safety of the crew before her own. And she died doing the same. I'm sorry you never knew the woman Tasha became. I think you would have been proud of her. She of you. Yeah, so get over it. What is this structure? A main fusion source. There's one next to each of the Alliance headquarters. It powers all of their defensive systems. This chamber is accessed from the level below. Entry points are evenly spaced along this wall every 25 meters. Tito, where was Tasha's post? Tactical station. Where Lieutenant Worf is now. Did Tasha have many friends here? Yes. She was especially close to Commander Riker and Lieutenant Worf. And to myself. Are you able to have friends? Yes. But you don't have feelings, do you? Not as such. However, even among humans, friendship is sometimes less an emotional response and more a sense of familiarity. So you can become used to someone. Exactly. As I experience certain sensory input patterns, my mental pathways become accustomed to them. The input is eventually anticipated and even missed when absent. Like my sister. Yes. Like your sister. It's a good data episode, too, here, really. Good stuff. They've been moved so far underground, it's been difficult to pinpoint their signatures. But the men are here, next to one of the Alliance headquarters. That's about two kilometers of solid granite above their heads. So much for the transporters. Well, not necessarily. We could use the ship's phasers to cut a shaft through the bedrock to this storage tunnel here. The clear path through the rock, we'd be able to transport down through the tunnel. That'll put us close enough to get to the crewmen. I'll need two hours to refit the ship's phasers for drilling. There's a real maze down there. I spent a lot of time in that section before they took it over. There are blind tunnels and dead ends that don't even show up on this map. We do not have much choice. If it wasn't for my implant setting off all the alarms, I could guide you to your men. We could remove the implant. No, it has a micro-explosive inside that detonates on contact with air. When you join a cadre, you join for life. A small force field containing xenon or another inert gas could be placed over the incision site. The explosive could possibly be disarmed at the same time it is removed. Just like beam it out of there, no? Yeah. This is something you're going to have to decide for yourself, Ishara. Think about it while we're waiting for Jordy. I'd get that thing out of me if I had a chance. Seems like a good idea. Our parents were killed in some crossfire just after I was born. Some people took care of us for a few months, but then one day we came home and they were gone. So Tasha took care of me, and when I was old enough, I joined the coalition. Tasha did not. My sister hated the cadres. 
She blamed them for her parents' death. For everything. She refused to join, and she left as soon as she had the chance. This was also uh, Joe Minoski's first script for, for the show. That. He wrote quite a few, though, eventually. made the right choice. <laughs> to work together for something besides killing. To be close to someone without always having to protect your back. perfect example I hardly even know you data but already I completely trust you I I even consider you a friend thank you I would like to consider you my friend as well if I had known about this place 15 years ago Things might have been different. Maybe it's not too late. Shara is willing to have the implant removed, sir. Good. Inform Dr. Crusher. She has also expressed a desire to leave the colony. She hopes to apply to the Academy and eventually join Starfleet. Does she understand the magnitude of these decisions? She claims to, Captain. I get a sense of ambiguity from her. Her loyalties are clearly divided, Captain. Are you suggesting we should deny her an escape from this environment? No. I'm just not sure she wants to escape. It's the only way of life she's ever known. Ultimately, it is her decision to make, not ours. Yeah, but is she bluffing? Is she conning you? Maybe that's why the poker game was in this episode, right? You know, is this is this real or is this just some angle she's playing? You seem so strong in your support. I'm curious. We must free the crewman. She appears to be our best hope of doing so. In addition, I've become used to her. Uh-oh. Data likes his, his new Tasha replacement, kind of, right? Shara. Thank you, Data. You were welcome. Dr. Crusher is expecting you in sickbay. It's all so different. To what are you referring? On the colony, nobody does anything for anyone else unless they have something to gain from it. I do have something to gain from it. Your continued presence on the ship. Is something wrong? I have to tell Hayne and the others. I owe it to them. Guess I ought to get it over with. If you desire privacy, you may use the observation lounge. That would probably make things a little easier.
Oh, she gave Data a little kiss on his cheek. Report. It's working. It's working. Captain's log, stardate 442.5.3. Dr. Crusher has successfully removed Ishara's magnetic implant, enabling the young woman to guide our rescue attempt. Without my intending it, she has virtually become an active member of the crew. Cardiovascular functions, normal. Metabolism, immunity, all other vital signs, excellent. How do you feel? Better than I've ever felt. Thanks for staying with me. You might want to keep this. It's been with you a long time. You keep it, Data. So you won't forget me. Have you reconsidered your decision to stay with us? Just in case something goes wrong down there. So the little little device thing or whatever, I, I guess it's deactivated. Starfleet. Someday, if I'm lucky. On that day, it is we who will be lucky. We got to Riker. Is your away team ready? Waiting for your signal, sir. Status, Mr. LaForge. Phasers in alignment and ready to fire. How far must we penetrate to safely allow transport function? 1.6 kilometers. Five phases. Aye, sir. One 1.3 kilometers. 1 1.4. 1 1.5 kilometers. 1 1.6 kilometers. Deep enough for transport, sir. Cease fire. Mr. O'Brien, energize. So it's Data Wharf, Riker, and, and Ashara this going way. down. I know she's kind of playing him, but I, I can't quite. We're near the heart of the Alliance. Exactly Security remember what the angle the is. Maybe to get them caught, I think. Ashara? Follow me. Last one guy. And they phase her down the door, basically. Which seemed a little overkill. Seemed like you could just like hold out your hands.
Oh, but he set off an alarm. Trying to make her way to a to something to sabotage, I think. Ishara, what are you doing? The fusion generator is overloading. You are attempting to disable the defense system. For what reason? We have rescued the crewmen. I don't care about your crewmen. We have 3,000 troops waiting at the perimeter. When the defenses go down, they'll come in. The Alliance will fall. The Federation will be responsible for the resulting deaths. I cannot allow that. You don't have a choice. That is not so. I don't want to kill you, Data. be destroyed by the explosion. The Coalition's been all I've had for 15 years. They've given me a life. I don't mind dying for them. But you won't have to if you just get out of here now. Was this your intention from the beginning? We never could have gotten this deep into Alliance territory without your help. Our help was not deliberate. You deceived us. What's the difference? You got what you came for. Why do you care about what we do? Your friendship with me was part of the deception, was it not? You, you hurt Data's feelings. Yet. You a bad girl. Completely unaware. That doesn't matter now. None of it does now. Get out of here, Data, please! Now! My duty requires me to intercede. Ishara! What was she doing? Disabling the detection system so her forces could attack. Set to kill. Ooh, her phaser was set to kill. Nasty. It's kind of like, why? He can stun them. Like, you know, it just seems a little overkill. Like, <laughs> you're going to, you want to kill him? Uh, you can just stun him. Although, I guess maybe she might have thought Data would be able to handle a stun blast, possibly. Uh, probably that's a reach. failed. It was a calculated risk. You gave us an opportunity we couldn't ignore. Ishara, are you hurt? No. I want her returned immediately. You're in no position to dictate to anybody. She attacked two Federation officers. You have no jurisdiction here. Don't talk about legal rights. Your jurisdiction is based entirely on the threat of violence. You have your crewmen back. Isn't that enough? What do you know about? Yeah, Riker's kind of mad. He got kind of used. Yeah, send her back. Commander Data, escort Ishara to the transporter room. Thank you, Captain. I'm just trying to make... Close the channel! ...to preserve the peace. I like that. Just, I'm not talking to you, but you can have her back. You're far more charitable than I would have been, Captain. 
understand your feelings, number one. I share them. Perhaps the fault lies in ourselves. We were so eager to accept her. Each of us, myself included, wanted to see something of Tasha in this woman. We saw more than was there. You are bad. You haven't said one word to me. Why should what I? What do you wish to talk about? How you betrayed me, betrayed my trust, betrayed the Enterprise, betrayed everything your sister stood for? How about I that? I what I had to do. I'm sorry if I hurt you in the process. I am an android. It is not possible for me to be injured in that fashion. Whenever you're ready. Yep. You know, Data, I wasn't always lying to you. That time we spent talking, that was the closest thing to friendship I've ever had. Well, you need new friends or new people to hang out with then. If that means anything to you. Energize. Trying to recall, did we ever see her again in another episode? Or do they reference her? Come in. Data, what's on your mind? Recent events have left me puzzled, sir. It has been days since Ishara left, and yet my thoughts seem to dwell on her. Almost as if I were experiencing a feedback loop in my mnemonic network. I know what you mean. It is curious that I was so easily misled. Make that we. Yes, sir. Data, sit down. Thank you, sir. In all trust, there is the possibility of betrayal. I'm not sure you were prepared for that. Were you prepared, sir? I don't think anybody ever is. Hmm. Then it is better not to trust. Without trust, there's no friendship, no closeness, none of the emotional bonds that make us who we are. And yet you put yourself at risk. Every single time. Perhaps I am fortunate, sir to be spared the emotional consequences. Perhaps. So he's still got that little chip that they took out of her. Data is kind of looking down at it, holding it.
turn the music down a little bit. How'd you guys like that legacy from season four of TNG? I kind of have a little bit of a urge to watch a lot of TNG now, probably because of Picard, obviously. But yeah, some good stuff in this episode, some good character things. You know, the storyline overall is not, you know, I think it's been said before, you know, TNG was was more about, hey, let's, you know, it's plot-driven versus character-driven stuff. And this is more really not so much about the plot or the story about the Tarkana planet or whatever, but it, it it's more about, obviously, the characters, how Ashara, when she comes on there, how she interacts with them and impacts their lives a little bit. So I'm trying to look here real quick. Uh, let's see, legacy, guest characters. Um, I'm trying to see if Ashara shows up sometime, some other episode um, or not. Let's see here. I think I, I think you're getting some, sorry, some Top Gun stuff. Hang on a second. Ah, never mind. I was doing a little Googling, and uh, there was a little clip that came up, but I, I noticed I don't think the sound was coming through for you guys. So that's why I said the thing about Top Gun, you know, because I popped over to IMDb, and a little trailer popped up, but the audio was off. So, all right. But the... Um, what I was going to say is I did a quick look here for Ashara Yar. Yeah, she doesn't show up in any other, in other episodes at all, uh, but she is mentioned in a book that I read, a novel called Q Squared. Uh, so so she is uh, talked about in that book briefly. But um, but anyway, yeah, I like this episode pretty good. Really thought I had covered it. I, I figured that that would probably be a one, you know, with the references to Tasha and all that, who I – I do like Tasha. I thought, uh, you know, you can't change what they did in TNG or what ended up happening and all the all that. But I thought that she was an inter- interesting character, and you know, kind of kind of feel like I was kind of happy that they were able to figure a way to bring Denise Crosby back into the you know into the mix of things. I know there was this sort of talk that um, that maybe there was some connection with. Um, the villain or villains or whatever to, to Sila, you know, when she comes back and plays this Romulan, you know, in, um, I'm sorry, in, in this third season of Picard, but I don't think that's going to be the case. It doesn't seem like it's going that way, but, um, but yeah, fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm still kind of tweaking and adjusting volumes and things. I know sometimes I think the, the episode was a little quieter than I used to do, or maybe even louder at times, but hopefully it was, it was, um, listenable is that a word (laughs) or enjoyable and or that but um, all right I'm gonna get out of here hope you guys like this episode next week uh, it's gonna be about movie theme kind of music just this kind of a fun episode uh, or fun podcast next week where I'm gonna just play some different musical tracks of things that I enjoy and um, yeah that'll be the plan in two weeks I think I'm gonna do a skip week uh, but um, but next week I'll be back so uh, one last thing, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Trex and Sci-Fi is how you do that and appreciate the, everyone that does that. You guys are great, and thanks for that. So um, that's it. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.